0: hola and welcome to Amigas you Guys about friends a podcast where two best friends talk about their favorite group of friends friends this podcast is intended for a mature audience and listener discretion is advised
1: testing testing i can hear you now
0: <laughs> cool <laughs> oh my god It'll work out eventually. I know, (sighs) Rain. Okay, so I hate to do this to you, but let's start over. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Mental health check. What is it? How are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Um. Listen, I'm doing.
1: I'm doing fine today, but um, yesterday not so much because I had insomnia after watching a documentary about Richard Ramirez who hopefully is not a distant cousin of yours <laughs> I pray um, that he's not <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I don't know what happened because usually like I'm okay with watching documentaries like that but this one for some reason yeah it just made me really emotional and then I didn't sleep and then all of yesterday I was just a mess like I had like heart palpitations I was tired but not sleepy, um, and so last night I finally decided to take one of the sleeping pills that got prescribed to me months ago, but I hadn't tried them yet because I already take like quite a bit of medication, like for my heart and for my anxiety. So like, <laughs> I get anxiety about adding on <laughs> more pills. <laughs> <laughs> of course you um, did, but I but I took it and oh my god! So like the first thing I felt was that my brain was like working really slowly (laughs) like I I went to the bathroom and I didn't do anything like I just stood there and then I came right back and then I was like oh I need to go to the bathroom so then very slowly I moved myself to the bathroom and then I got back to bed and then Justin was like you didn't flush and then I was like huh and so then I went and then I flushed the toilet and then I washed my hands and then I got on the bed and I was like I feel like off but I don't feel tired. And like, that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> that's So I was out, out. Like I, but I did wake up. I thought it was funny because like a lot of the, like what this pill is supposed to do, it's not just supposed to make you fall asleep, but it's supposed to help you stay asleep. Mm-hmm. And I woke up, like I still woke up at like two something in the morning and then at like five something in the morning. Um, but I w- I had no problem going back to sleep, which is odd. But so <laughs> mental health, In conclusion is so, so it's an
0: ever changing tapestry for me, (laughs) but how is yours? (laughs) Um, Well, I'm sorry to hear that you couldn't sleep. I watched that documentary too. And I told Victor, I really hope he's not like a relative of mine that we just don't know about (laughs) that was like cast out, (laughs) but I don't think so. So I'm fine. Yeah, I don't um, think so either. <laughs> no. By the way, everybody, my last name is Ramirez. <laughs> yeah, just in case you're wondering why
1: we think she's related <laughs> to the Night Stalker. <laughs> in
0: case you didn't catch on. I've actually been kind of okay. People keep asking. So like you obviously remember that I got married, right? Um, yes. And people keep asking like, how's married life? And I'm like, <laughs> am I supposed to have like this? crazy answer like oh he doesn't listen to me anymore or like oh my god it's gotten like 10 times better we've been living together for like two years and we've been together for five so it's like nothing's changed i don't know what <laughs> i don't what's know what's supposed what to be expecting different expecting to hear yeah like everything i hope nothing changes <laughs> i, I it's asked victor that good
1: I asked what your he husband say? that, um, but I was just joking. Like I was oh. just because <laughs> I know people ask that, and yeah, like you said, you guys have been living together for a while and been together for even longer than that. So I wasn't expecting anything to change. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what he said. He was like, "Oh, it's great. I
0: mean, nothing changed." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's good." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "If anything, because I asked him. I didn't ask him." <laughs> how's marriage going? (laughs) (laughs) but um I like brought it up like people keep asking and he's like yeah it's weird right and I was like yeah and then he goes the only thing that changed for me is that like I'm more secure and I was like okay and he goes well yeah because it's gonna be hard work if you want to break up yeah He's like, you can't just move out. Now we have to go through a whole divorce. And so then I joked and I was like, no, dude, we're not getting divorced. We're just going to be married forever. And if things don't work out, we'll just like move out. (laughs) But you're never getting a divorce from me. He's like, sure. I'm sure. I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, I refuse to go through a second divorce. So we will just be married till the day we die. And I don't plan on getting remarried after him. So I'll be fine. (laughs) She doesn't want to be Ross. I don't want to be Russ. Or Russ. <laughs> 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 I, I wonder, wonder if spoiler. Russ Yeah, I wonder if Russ ever got divorced. With Julie. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they lived happily ever after. That's the hope. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well let's get into it then. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Sorry guys. I know. Our apologies a million times. So, if you recall, this is... Oh, also, just to summarize, I'm fine. <laughs> this, <laughs> this week's been fine. <laughs> I know, you never actually got to... No, I didn't. I'm fine. I'm okay <laughs> The world hasn't ended yet. I'm still alive. Yeah, It's all good. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> if you recall, this is the second part of the two-part episode, uh, and we left off with Rachel dangling by her ankle. Because she was trying to take off the Christmas lights. Um, So this episode begins with Monica and Rachel walking into the ER. Monica begins filling out forms for Rachel and questions what Rachel's insurance is. And Rachel replies that she's definitely going to need some of that. um, (laughs) Because she doesn't have insurance. Uh, And Monica freaks out and tells her that X-rays alone could be over $100 without insurance. Um, So then Rachel asks Monica if she can use hers. And Monica hesitantly agrees. Because um, she's uncomfortable with insurance fraud. It's impossible to do it now. But if you knew we could get away with it, would you let me use your insurance if I needed it? Okay,
1: first I want to say that that is such a shitty thing for Rachel to ask Monica. Like, to commit fraud for her. Like, that is such a shitty thing. But to answer your question, (laughs) if I knew that I could get away with it, yeah, sure, why not? I mean, (laughs) if you didn't have it, like yeah if and I knew for sure we weren't gonna get in trouble yeah
0: I'd do it what about you <laughs> no Laura I live in paranoia world um, no I'm kidding I probably would like if I definitely for sure knew that there was gonna be nothing that would get us caught and you just like hella play the part that that's your name and like you could focus on like hey my name is Jasmine then yeah sure you can borrow my insurance <laughs> let's just say then no don't in
1: in this hypothetical scenario you probably shouldn't let me borrow it because i'm not a very good liar so <laughs> i probably wouldn't even turn around if someone was like miss ramirez i'd be like huh no that's her oh yeah that's right that is me <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like oh, i've got some amnesia my bad <laughs> it's from the concussion <laughs> of my ankle (laughs) (laughs) it's spreading
1: (laughs) you know at least we make each other laugh
0: that is very true
1: (laughs) oh man But so right after this, we then cut to the coffee shop where Ross explains to the guys that he had a dream where he was playing football with his son and then emphasizes that his son was the football. The guys try to assure him that he's going to make a great father, even though Ross is really freaking out about it. So only one of us currently has kids, uh, you. So how good of a parent uh, do you
0: think that you are? Um, I give myself a B and I'm being generous. (laughs)
1: well i I give you an a
0: (laughs) oh thanks i feel like i was a better mom when they required more of my attention because it's like hey what are you doing get over here or like hey mommy wants cuddles come sit with me and like they couldn't go and do their own thing so like they had to be around me but now that they're teenagers i feel like i'm a bad mom and victor's like cut yourself some slack like you check in on them all day like you make sure to like stay on top of their schoolwork and you know you check in and you still like every five minutes it's I love you to somebody so he like reassures me that like hey you're doing a good job they know you love them and it's like but am I though because I don't spend time with them but I don't spend time with them because they don't want to spend time with me because they're teenagers and all they want to do is play online with their little friends so Mm -hmm. I've (laughs) what were you gonna say i think
1: that's normal like i i mean and we've talked about my relationship with my mom before but i when i was a teenager especially like i would not wanted nothing to do with my mom like i i was kind of you know you go through a phase where you're trying to figure out who you are even though you don't realize that that's the phase that you're going through but you're kind of transitioning from like being like a little kid that always needs their mom To just trying to be your own person. Like, during that transition, like, I really didn't want to be around my mom that much. Like, I felt like, I don't know, it was, like, keeping me from just being the person that I wanted to be. But I think that's all teenagers.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure, because I do remember, like, when I was their age, because they're 13 and 14 now. So I do remember, like, being locked away in my room with, like, I mean, we didn't have hella video games. So, like, I would record on cassette tapes, people... Because I'm one of those (laughs) kids that grew up with tape players and CD players. Um, But I remember recording, like, stuff off the radio and, like, creating mixtapes from CDs that I had and, you know, whatever. And just, like, mom, go away. But, like, I do do make an effort to just, like, hey, at least we're going to watch something during dinner together. And I'll put something that's, like, family friendly. And then currently, because I'm a huge Marvel fan, WandaVision was released recently. And so now we have like a show that we can watch together, the three of us. And so we sit and it's me, it's just me and the boys and we sit down here and we watch our show. So I like that. So I'm trying to like, like reel them in like, Hey, I'm still your mom and I still want to spend time with you. However, um, I do let them do their own thing. Um, but because you don't have children, what kind of a parent do you think you're going to be when you finally have kids? Oh, man. So
1: (laughs) I don't like this question, honestly, because I do have a very clear idea of the parent that I want to be. But it's very easy for me to say the kind of parent that I'm going to be when I don't have any kids yet. Um, because I've even had friends that are like, oh, and I have kids, like I'm never going to yell at my kids. They're always going to have to finish everything on their plate and they're never going to disrespect me, blah, blah, or I'm going to be their best friend. And then they have kids and they realize, hey, this is a shit ton harder than than you thought it was going (laughs) to be. That being said, I do want to be a parent that is able to communicate efficiently. Um, I think that was missing in my household when I was a kid. And I mean that from the age that they can start understanding what I'm saying. Like when when they're babies, I want to try to implement like good communication skills at the very least. Um, Because if there's one thing that I really hated about my childhood is that I could never, ever talk to my mom without any repercussions. And it wasn't even, sometimes I didn't even do anything inherently wrong. Like, oh, I forgot to do this, or I accidentally broke this dish. Like, And it was just a shit show. Um, and I was terrified of my mom. I'm still scared of my mom right now. And I, I don't want my kids to feel like that. And um, so I don't know what it's gonna look like, Um, but I would want my, my kids to know that, yes, obviously there will be discipline um, if something goes wrong, like if, if they really fuck up, but that I'm also like a safe haven for them, if that makes sense. Um, that being said, I, I do hang out with kids. Not so much now because, you know, we're in the middle of a, this pandemic. It feels like it's going to last <laughs> forever now. Um, I know. But I did hang out with kids before. I great, I get along great with kids, but it's probably because they're not mine. Um, and I used to babysit. I used to be a living in um, nanny for a while. So I do have some experience with zero to like... 10-year-olds but I have never had to discipline a teenager so I I don't know <laughs> I don't know like what that must feel like and and I know you've shared some uh, experiences with me about like you trying to find the balance of like well you, yeah, you want to be their hell. friend but also you know you have to be <laughs> their mom so yeah I think that's gonna be really difficult for me too but oh uh, I don't know when that's even gonna happen for me that's another thing it's like I'm 30 I'm about to turn 31 next month I don't have any kids so by the time that my hypothetical kids are in their teenage years I'm gonna be in my 40s or worse if I don't hurry and I just don't know <laughs> if I'm gonna have that energy <laughs> To
0: be dealing with all their bullshit. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Disciplining a teenager is literally hell on earth. I am living in it. Well, that's good. I can't wait. (laughs) No, yeah, definitely. Okay, so in the same scene, Joey tells the gang that he is planning something special for Ursula, who we met in the last episode, um, that is Phoebe's twin, uh, because it's her birthday. Uh, The guys tell him, what about Phoebe? And Joey asks when her birthday is. And then finally gets it like, ah, they're twins. Obviously, they have the same birthday. Uh, And then he continues to tell them that he doesn't want to ruin things with Ursula. And if Phoebe is a good friend, she will understand why he isn't celebrating Phoebe. Would you understand if your BFF missed out on your birthday for his girlfriend's birthday? I would be okay with this.
1: Yes. If it was my twin sister, though, or my sister that my best friend... Chose to hang out with my sister instead of me, regardless of if my sister was the girlfriend or not. Yeah, I'd be pissed. This is like, I think, a very specific situation that would actually (laughs) piss me off. Like, if I were Phoebe in this exact same scenario, yes, that would make me upset. If it was my best friend and then their significant other's birthday, happened to be at the same time as mine or at least celebrated the same day as mine and they went over there i wouldn't mind it that much our friendship i think could survive that But if it was to go with my sister fuck that shit i'd be so mad (laughs) how about you laura's not jealous y'all
0: i'm super (laughs) fucking jealous are you kidding me (laughs) um I don't think I would be I think I'd be I think it would be like a situation where I would be maybe like a little hurt, but I don't think I would like I wouldn't say anything. I'm a bit understanding and I would hope that like if the role were reversed, I would be able to like go and do whatever I needed to do for whoever that um, like I would purposely make myself be okay with it just so that nobody can hold anything against me later because people like to do that. So, like, if I give you a free pass to go and do whatever, then I expect that in return when I plan. Because life happens and, you know, shit comes up whenever it comes up. So, again, if roles were reversed and, like, my best friend had something on, how am I? I've already lost my words. (laughs) Whatever. If it was fucking flipped, I would expect the same courtesy. That, like, no, it's fine. Go handle your business. That's what I was getting at. I don't know why I lost my words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> words are hard. oh the English language. <laughs> Terrible. <sighs> well, anyway,
1: so we go back to the apartment where the gang is hosting this surprise movie for surprise Phoebe for a party. Surprise party <laughs> for Phoebe. Uh, Monica and Rachel are telling Chandler about how they're going to go on dates with the cute doctors, who, by the way, happen to be the guest stars George Clooney and Noah Weill from the show ER. I never watched ER, but anyway. That tended to Rachel while they were in the yard, ER. and Monica thinks it's a really bad idea because of fraud. Then someone knocks at the door, and they think it's actually Phoebe, but and they shout surprise, but it ends up just being Ross, who was super startled by the loud surprise that he actually drops the birthday cake while they're analyzing the damage on the cake and trying to like fix it. Phoebe walks in and asks, "What's going on?" and they all shout surprise, and she then is excited to see everyone. Um. And asks where Joey is. And she gets pretty upset. Would you really be as upset as she was in the scene. That Joey wasn't there. Knowing that he was out with your sister. Okay if
0: I was Phoebe. And I knew what a bitch my sister was. Yes. Uh, If I was myself in Phoebe's situation. Probably not. I just I don't think. I think I've gotten so used to in my life. People disappointing me. That it's kind of just. I kind of know to just be like. Eh whatever. So I don't think. So you would be yeah, pissed.
1: That's, that's sad as <laughs> shit, man. Shut up. She I just know. said she is so used to people disappointing her.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I fucking would be so pissed. In both situations, if I were Phoebe, yeah. Um but I mean I say pissed, but really I'd be really sad. With a hint of mad. Like just a sprinkle of pissed. But <laughs> (laughs)
0: Like, just a dash, just a dash, (laughs) just a quarter cup of piss, (laughs) literal recipe for disaster.
1: (laughs) Because you know what? Like, okay, I'm gonna level with you, especially for birthdays. My birthdays were heavily celebrated when I was like a little, little kid, so like when I was one, two, three, you know, one to like 10, maybe 11. My birthdays were, like, hella celebrated. We always had, like, a little party or at least, like, a get-together at a restaurant. But after my dad passed away, which was when I was 11, no one ever celebrated my birthday. I remember um, once, like, when I turned 15, I invited people over. They didn't show up. Um, There was a couple of birthdays where both my mom and my sister forgot day of and then later <gasps> we're like oh my god it was your birthday the other day and so I just like celebrating my birthdays whether that's just by me making myself a cake and buying myself something extremely expensive that I don't need or going to the beach with like my boyfriend or whatever the celebrations don't have to be like big or anything like that but if I invite someone to celebrate my birthday with me and then they don't come Yeah, that makes me really sad. That's not even pissed. That just takes me back to when I turned 15 and I invited people over and none of them showed up. Or, you know, when my mom or my sister have forgotten the birthday, my birthday. It's actually probably mostly my mom. And then later on, they're like, oh, yeah, your birthday was a a day ago or, or a week ago or whatever. Like, yeah, that hurts my feelings. So it's probably because it's a birthday thing and it's also a sibling insecurity security because I, you know what? I'm a little jealous of my sister. You know, she's the successful one. She has the kids, <laughs> the family, you know, the house. So uh, yeah, I, I'm a little sensitive. I, I'm not afraid to admit maybe a little bit, but yeah, I, in conclusion, after all this babbling, yes, I would, I would be upset.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'll make sure never to forget your birthday. <laughs> I was just talking to Victor too the other day. I was because I already kind of bought something for you. Yes. Um, yes. And so I was telling him, like, her birthday's on this day, right? And he was like, uh, I think so. I was like, babe. And he goes, I don't know anybody's birthday but yours and my kid. And I was like, wow, well, at least I'm one of the two.
1: Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I don't expect people to remember my birthday. Like, it's but just that. I let... like remembering. I like it that you remember. I remember yours because it's like close to my other friend's birthday, and it's also semi close to Justin's birthday. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot we were both the same sign. Yep, I'm surrounded by them. We're good but, people, uh... that's why.
1: <laughs> but don't tell Victor. But I don't, I don't actually know when his birthday is. It's in June, right?
0: Yeah, it's. But I don't know the date day. As mine, it's the same day as mine, not the date. Oh okay, okay. That's off. It's the same day. That's probably the only reason he knows mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. the same date, just three months later. <laughs>
1: that's that's probably the only reason. Yeah, dudes are not that good with dates at all.
0: No, they're not. They suck. Porque son así. Ay, porque they're men. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Moving on. Moving on. Um,. We then cut to a scene where Ross is having dinner with his dad, and he's asking his dad about being a dad, and if he was nervous uh, when his mom was pregnant with Ross. Um, Jack then shares a story with Ross about the moment he knew, uh, which consisted of Ross grabbing his dad's finger tightly as a newborn, and it was in that moment that Jack, uh, I almost called him John, that Jack knew uh, he could stop worrying about being a bad parent. And Ross seems more relaxed, and then we cut back to Monica's apartment where they are having their date with the two cute doctors um, that had previously attended to Rachel while she was in the ER. Um, Monica wanted to cancel the date because she was nervous about the insurance fraud, but they continue with the date, um, and to be clear, Rachel is pretending to be Monica, and Monica is pretending to be Rachel. Monica had previously stated that dating the doctors is like going back to the scene of the crime— Would you have been nervous to accept a date from the cute doctors knowing you were committing fraud?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have done it. I think that's such a stupid thing to do. So you're Monica. (laughs) yeah i i cannot fathom like if i committed fraud why would i go and date someone who could find me out i don't know if these doctors would actually tell on them like i guess that's something to consider too but it seems like way too risky like if you were the hottest dude on earth like i still i'd be too scared
0: you wouldn't be (laughs) No. So I, my whole career has been in healthcare uh, that I know enough that if it was a hospital, the providers don't know shit about insurance. That is all of the administration stuff. So I would be able to get away with it because I wouldn't be that worried about it because they don't deal with insurance paperwork. They only deal with patients and like medical, like actual medical records. And while it is a part of your like, Chart—it's never something that the providers look at. So knowing that, yeah, hell yeah, I would have gone on the date. Okay, it's but follow-up
1: follow-up question though: <laughs> if if it got serious, because at this point, what we're saying is that you'd go out on on this date with his doctor with George colline or whatever, telling him that you are Laura, and then at what point, if it starts to get serious, do you tell him actually I'm Jasmine and and I I had to use Laura's insurance? Like that's that's the part that I get stuck on because obviously if they saw me, they met me at the hospital, they knew me by another name. And then if if, if I know that I'm just gonna fuck and bounce, maybe. <laughs> but but what if I start to like this guy? You know how fast I catch feelings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, you thought way too far into the future because <laughs> I was only worried about that day i don't know i have two names i could just be like oh yeah no my name's actually like i actually go by blah and like just (laughs) do that all right fine maybe i don't know i if i got i think if i got serious i'd come clean to him and just be like you know it was an emergency situation where i hella needed insurance because i was you know relying on my parents forever and now I'm making my own way and my job doesn't provide insurance and she was being a good friend so like I think I'd come clean eventually if it got serious because I definitely want him to call me by my name yeah you don't have to,
1: to call out someone else's name in bed
0: <laughs> no and then I get mad and he's like what but that's your name <laughs>
1: for some odd reason i prefer that you call me jasmine okay that's my
0: friend's name (laughs) hey i do have so i have an alter ego Uh i have another persona and her name is jennifer oh that's good to know (laughs) anyways (laughs) (laughs) yes we read a lot
1: when these doctors do show up for their date um monica continues to freak out and rachel tells her why don't we just tell the truth like come clean i think it'll be okay monica immediately says no that they will get in trouble and rachel tells her to stop being such a wuss monica snaps back stating that she's sorry she lives in the real world and tells rachel to stop being such a baby rachel then responds with every day you're becoming more and more like your mother monica (laughs) is visibly offended To be um, to be clear, from this point forward, Monica is Rachel, and Rachel is Monica, because they're still pretending. So at this point, the day has started, and one of the doctors asks Monica, quote-unquote, how long she'd been living there. So it's Rachel that's responding, and she says she's been there for years, and that Rachel recently moved in, um, and Rachel monica then responds that she was supposed to get married um, but left the guy at the altar clooney then asks what monica so rachel does for a living and rachel responds saying that she's a chef and she loves it because she loves bossing people around so basically they're just talking crap about themselves to their dates like in front of each other because they're being petty how would you have played the part of your friend so <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, i i have a question about this question <laughs> so are we pretending that we're mad at each other and how would i act like you if i were mad at, at you and trying to make you look bad
0: no so oh, like, okay. <laughs> if we were in that scenario and like we like i gave you my insurance or whatever and so now you're going by jasmine and i'm laura would you have played it smarter than they did because they didn't really need to pretend to be each other's lives Like, they could have just pretended to switch names. So, like, how would you have played it? Oh, Okay. Okay, so how would you have played it? (laughs) (laughs) So, I definitely would have just taken your name and then given information about myself. So, the only lie that I'm telling is that my name is Laura.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense.
0: I agree with that.
1: I don't know why they did all that. I mean, I guess because they were mad at each other. They were just trying to dig at each other. But, yeah, there's no need for you to start spewing out other things that have nothing to do with the situation that's funny
0: though okay okay it was
1: super weird but what would you say let's say we did get in a fight (laughs) (laughs) well what would be like like the thing that you're like oh yeah well you know what i'm so anxious that sometimes i can't even sleep i don't know (laughs) you
0: stole my line i was just gonna say that (laughs) you know how you know how, um, spoiler, later in the episodes when Ross is dating Julie and Rachel's like, Julie's so smart. Julie's so special. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I definitely would have done like, a, oh, look at me. I'm Laura and I have like hella anxiety. <laughs> I do, man. It's
1: like a personality trait at this point.
0: <laughs> and like, oh my God, I fall in love so fast. <laughs> I do. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. No, but I do. What
0: would you say about me, huh? I'd be like,
1: hi, my name is Jasmine. This is Thelma and this is (laughs) Louise.
0: Oh my god. You left out Betty. Oh yeah. And this is their friend, Betty. (laughs) Oh my god. My fupa. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on.
1: We can't even stop laughing. Do that.
0: Okay. I know that was funny. (sighs) Okay. Deep breath. (laughs) Damn it. Okay, I'm not. I'm done. Okay. Okay.
1: All right, so the phone rings in Monica's apartment, breaking up the obvious tension during the date. Clooney answers the phone since neither Monica or Rachel were answering it, and it's Rachel's dad. He hands the phone to Monica, because Monica's supposed to be Rachel at this point, and Monica says, Hey, Dad, I can't talk right now, but I have something to tell you. I slept with Billy Dreskin on your bed freshman year of high school. Rachel freaks out and runs to the rest- to the restroom. <clears throat> we then cut to the next morning and Rachel's on the phone with her dad apologizing and explaining that she'd never slept with Billy Dress because his dad tried to put her dad out of business and she would never do that.
0: <clears throat> would you have thrown your friend under the bus like that with one of her parents? No I think that crossed the line hella. I agree. Like, with I was you. so upset that she did that that I mean <laughs> stuff like that is off limits like if you wanted to like, say, you know, oh, you know, I stole $5 from your nightstand or whatever. Fine. That's... You can come back from that. But to, like, tell someone's parent that, like, oh, yeah, by the way, I had sex on your bed. Like, when I was in fucking high school. Your parents don't want to know that. That would be... Yeah. I would That was crossing the line. I would have never yeah. said anything like
1: that. You agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that in all friendships, there is, like, a very clear understanding at least for my friendships that the things that I tell my friends are not things that you can just go out and spew but naturally you do know which ones you're not supposed to tell like if I tell you oh you know I really hate these shoes and then I heard later that you told Victor oh Laura hates those shoes like oh yeah whatever that's no big deal but something like this oh yeah I slept with this guy dude this dude billy on my dad's bed even though his dad was trying to run my dad out of business like that that's something that you don't tell people like that's that's super rude i absolutely think that she did cross the line with that yeah she's a bitch
0: i didn't like that i didn't like that part yeah me neither i'm gonna tell victor you don't like any of the presents he's ever gotten you (laughs) (laughs) that is so rude (laughs) (laughs) You're <laughs> like, that's why you never bought me anything. You're the one that
1: gets me presents first of fucking all.
0: great. <laughs> he, right. my... he doesn't buy you anything.
1: He used to get me food.
0: Oh, I'm gonna tell him that you don't like none he, of the food.
1: That you threw up as me... soon as you got home. I think <laughs> he got me a pipe. He used to get me he used to get me other things. Uh Illegal. the devil's lettuce they're legal now
0: <laughs> they were illegal then but back
1: then when he was getting i don't know how legal it was <clears throat> but anyway moving on <laughs>
0: yeah. um so in the same scene monica exclaims to ross that marcel has the remote again and he says good maybe he can change it back to english having previously changed it to spanish um by hitting the SAP button the sap uh in the last episode he doesn't fix the tv While on the phone, Rachel um, answers the other line. So Rachel's on the phone with her dad trying to apologize for what Monica said. So the other line rings and it's the hospital looking to speak to Monica regarding the forms they filled out. Rachel freaks out and tells Monica to take the call. Monica does and finds out that they forgot to sign one of the admissions forms and they need to go in and sign it. Rachel then tells her she was right and it was a bad idea about the whole fraud thing, and they decide to go back and fix the forms. Um, Rachel goes to get dressed so they can head out. Just then, Joey walks in, and he looks bummed. Phoebe questions him by simply saying, trouble, in a very sarcastic tone. Um, Joey then states that Ursula stood him up, and that he's been trying to call her for the past two days, and when he called her at work, the restaurant that she works at told him that she was really busy. Would you have been as snobby as Phoebe, knowing that your crappy sister stood up your close friend?
1: No, like I would be so sad for my friend because knowing the things that like if I'm Phoebe, I'm not saying that, that my sister is a crappy person. But if I were Phoebe and I knew how Ursula treated other people and I knew how much it hurt when she's hurt me before um, and then I saw my friend going through that, no, I, I would absolutely be super sad for them. Maybe after they felt better, I throw in and like, I told you so, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be, like, all, like, snobby or, you know, just happy that I was right. How about you?
0: (laughs) A part of me wants to say that I would. (laughs) Because I for sure have done, not, like, in a situation like that, but definitely, like, a scenario where I know that I was right. And it's like, oh, yeah, so how'd it go? Like, I told you. Um, But I don't know. I don't think I'd be so insensitive. I'd be a little nicer, like, oh, what's going on? And not like, oh what happened knowing that like he's obviously hurting so no i guess not i wouldn't be so rude (laughs) she's so mean yeah i mean i can kind of understand why because
1: obviously joey hurt her but i don't know it's just a very complicated situation it is (sighs) but moving right along oh no what happened technical difficulties everyone
0: moving right along
1: (laughs) (laughs) We then cut to Riff's, the restaurant where Ursula works at. Phoebe visits her sister and asks if she has has a minute to talk. Phoebe had brought Ursula a gift. And so Ursula says, oh, I have something for you too. And it actually ends up being the same starter that Joey had bought Ursula and the same one that he had Phoebe try on or see if it fit. Um, so then Phoebe questions uh, Ursula about Joey, and Ursula says he's great, but that it's over. Phoebe then asks Ursula if Joey knows that it's over, and Ursula says, oh, he's smart.
0: He'll figure it out. Have you ever ghosted a guy? No. I, it always feels so rude to do that. <laughs> Even in situations where you're just, like, talking to someone and, like, haven't dated them, I've gone as far as, like, hey, like, I know we're just talking, but, like, I'm tired of talking to you. So, you know, like, I'm just gonna not talk to you anymore. I hope that you're okay with that. Because, like, it's nothing serious. So, uh, have a nice life. Bye. So, no, I've never ghosted a guy. Have you ghosted anybody?
1: Oh, God, yeah.
0: I ghost people for
1: <laughs> breakfast.
0: No, I'm just kidding. I have, Did but... you say you ghost people for
1: breakfast? <laughs> yes, I did. But I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Um, <laughs> I just I caught did... it late.
1: (laughs) i have ghosted people before um but the first time that i ghosted someone it was honestly because it was when i was single for like four months back between like 2017 and 2018 single-ish i mean i was still dating like casually dating but i went on a couple dates with this guy Um, And he was cool. But then after, like, the second date, I realized that, you know, we didn't really have things in common. So I I told him that I didn't want – like, I didn't – I wasn't feeling it. And he got so mad. And he was, like, that typical guy that, like – not saying that all guys do this. But, like, I've seen, like, on the internet screenshots of, like, this happening all the time. So I assume that it happens all the time. Where when you tell someone – not necessarily just a guy, but just someone that you went on dates with, like, hey, I'm not feeling it, but good luck – like and then they turn around and they're like well you're ugly anyway or you're stupid or you're short or some some dumbass response yeah so i got like i got an answer like that but this guy was super hurtful to me and after that if i didn't want to hang out with a guy um or a girl after that i just would and i mean in a romantic setting i just didn't like text them back like if they texted me and asked me hey do you still want to go on a date I just would say oh no thank you but I but if they didn't I would just kind of let the conversation like die but I've never like ghosted someone by just blocking them or anything like that but uh, yeah I've done it um and it it seems like it's a shitty excuse of me oh I had one bad experience therefore I don't give explanation to people Um, but I just don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear people telling me like things that they don't like about me physically just because I didn't want to go out with them again, and also, I'm like really bad at confrontation, so it's been easier to just ghost people sometimes just a couple of times. There was yeah. one guy that i I feel so bad for him, but it kind of made me laugh because I went on a date with him, and I knew, and I think I've talked about this guy before, but I knew that we weren't we weren't in a mesh like he was just too different than me but he was a really cool guy but we just I know it sounds cliche but we didn't like the same things like he was like this super active guy always had to be outside always had to be in crowds um like was never home and I'm just like the opposite of that so I knew that if for some reason we did end up being serious that would be a point of contention because I like to be home 80% of the time and he is not like that. And so I, I didn't want to date him anymore. But I wanted to go on a second date with him um, just to see if maybe we could be friends. Uh, but then I got sick. And so I canceled that second date. And then he rescheduled it again. And then that's when I met my current boyfriend. And I had such a strong connection with my current boyfriend that he actually asked me to go out to dinner that same day. And so I canceled on this guy again to go out with my current boyfriend mm-hmm. and then um after that i just didn't text him back he would text me like hey and then i w- didn't reply and then it wasn't until one time he asked me like so what's going on i think at first he just sent me like a question mark and i just told him <laughs> <them>, no <laughs> um, <laughs> but like he just knew nice. and he was cool like like i uh, we we still follow each other on instagram and shit like i i like to see like he travels a lot and stuff um so i like to see the stuff that he's up to he's he's a cool guy like honestly no shade to that guy we just he was just too outgoing for me <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I've done it.
0: I'm surprised we get along so well. Well, I don't force you out of the house. So I guess that makes It's sense. true. And it's because
1: we're not dating. Like, if we lived together and we were dating, I think it would annoy you, like, if I didn't want to go with you everywhere. Or n- not everywhere, everywhere, but at least, like, half of the things that you wanted to do,
0: you know? I think as long as... I think there has to be, like, a balance of, like... If, Laura, if we ever hook up in the future, Um just <laughs> <interesting. laughs> Just know that as long as you don't get mad that I go out without you, we'll be fine. Oh, no, that doesn't bother (laughs) me at all.
1: Like, honestly, sometimes I even welcome it. Like, because then that means I'll get alone time in the house. That's true. I do like alone time in the house, especially
0: on my bed by myself. Right out like a starfish.
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Justin call it that, too. Like, I'm starfishing.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Victor starfishes when I'm in the bed and just have a leg over me. So does like Justin. It. I don't like it. It gets really hot. No, well, I run really cold, so I like it. Well, I don't run cold. I'm always cold. So I like it. But also, it's like a weighted blanket, kind of, where it's just him, like, putting his weight on me that I appreciate, and it makes me fall asleep faster. I've noticed. So when he doesn't hug me, it's like, ugh, can you just put your leg <laughs> Like one time, I don't know how the fuck he was sleeping, but he managed to put his leg on my hip while I was sleeping, like on my back and, or like on my, not on my back. I was sleeping like kind of on my side, but like kind of on my stomach. And he managed to put his leg over me and it was so like comforting that I was like, yeah. And I passed out within like two minutes. And normally I'm like on my phone for an hour before I fall asleep because I just can't keep my eyes closed i get bored trying to sleep and the boredom doesn't put me to sleep it's a whole thing it sucks um but yeah that was helpful maybe i should just buy a weird blanket <laughs> i have huh. one just it I doesn't like work it. for you
1: yeah um, it works oh. for me. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I'm Laura. I have a lot of anxiety, uh, so sometimes it doesn't work for me. <laughs> 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 but the majority of the time, yeah, it 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 actually came in clutch. Like in in the middle of the pandemic, my first breakdown of 2020. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that made a really big difference.
0: Huh. I'll have to add it to my shopping list. Put it in the notes. Okay, Monica and Rachel arrive back at the ER, and Monica tells the admissions lady that she, is, um, that she really screwed up and she's so dumb. Um, she put her info on the forms and requests new ones. The nurse agrees that she is really stupid and gives them new forms, so Rachel... Um, she gives Rachel forms to fill out and Rachel states that she'll be paying for her visit with a check. Would you have fixed the paperwork or risked getting in trouble for... Um, if all If you knew that all you were missing was that one signature? No, dude. I don't know why they did that. Because...
1: So I, in my line of work, I work with the public, trying to get them public assistance benefits and whatnot. And sometimes people lie to me. Not all the time, but sometimes it happens. And I can tell that they're lying to me. So in this situation, I think I would be smart enough to know that these people are lying to me and i don't know how it works in the health insurance world but in my line of work if i suspect fraud there are further actions that we can take um it it doesn't just like oh this person seems like they're lying but whatever like no like we send actual investigators that go to the police academy they're not actual police but they're like a step down and they do like a full-on investigation so i just wouldn't like i would just commit at that point how about you
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I would commit. My name is Laura. (laughs) And I will put my signature on this page. (laughs) Just uh, give me what I'm missing. Because, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to risk. Like, Because at that point, I think, yeah, you would definitely get in trouble. So I would not want to risk that. And I don't even know. Sorry, you cut out for just a second. Oh, (laughs) Oh, that's okay. I don't even know how serious like insurance fraud is, but I wouldn't want to find out. So... Uh, my, la- my, my lame. Wow. My name now is Laura. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm Jasmine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that. They were dumb in Because they're episode. dumb. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we then cut to the apartment where Chandler and Ross are playing what looks like Scrabble. Just then Marcel starts making a weird noise and Chandler states that something's up with the simian. Ross says Ross says it's just a hairball. Side note, I didn't know monkeys got hairballs, but it makes sense. Chandler then asks whose turn it is, and Ross says, yours, I got 43 points for Kidney. And Chandler says that he got no points for Idney, and then Ross wonders where his K went. He had a K for Kidney, and then they both realize at the same time that Marcel is choking on a letter, presumably the letter K. In the next scene, they run into the ER and the admissions lady tells them to get the monkey out of there. It's the same hospital that Monica and Rachel went to, by the way. He exclaims the nearest vet hospital isn't close enough and they run into the girls there. Clooney then states from the background that he'll take a look at him. We then cut to the coffee house where Joey is pulling petals off a flower oh joey
0: yeah does she love me does she love me not just then
1: (laughs) quote-unquote ursula walks in and joey's excited to see her quote-unquote ursula tells him listen and joey says no listen i've said that listen no me gusta (laughs) in case you haven't caught on phoebe is the one that's pretending to be ursula uh, Joey asks if she's breaking up with him because he's friends with Phoebe and quote unquote Ursula asks him if it were would you stop being friends with Phoebe and Joey says no so then quote unquote Ursula which is really Phoebe responds yeah that's what the problem is and gives him an ultimatum ultimatum old tomato
0: <laughs> <laughs> that old tomato it's her
1: or me would you, as a friend, ever give someone an ultimatum like that? Um, I want to say with all my heart, no. Um, I have given ultimatums, but not, you can choose between me or this person. Um, it's usually like, you need to, we need to move in or whatever. I know, I don't even remember. What did I know I've given an ultimatum? But I cannot remember what it was. But no, not like, oh, it's me or this other person. Like, I think that by the time that you get to that point in a relationship, mm, you probably shouldn't be with that person. Like, if if I was, let's say this was actually Ursula, and she went to go ask Joey or give joey the ultimatum of or it's my sister or it's me i think that you shouldn't be with that person if it requires that type of ultimatum to be given but i don't know i that's kind of a hard question for me to answer because i've never really been in a situation remotely similar to this um but i do feel like ultimatums are always kind of shitty to give and receive um how about you
0: i don't think i would have given I've never given anybody an ultimatum. I don't don't think I've ever, like, been in a scenario where I've needed to. I've been given ultimatums uh, more than once in my life, I'm sure. And, yeah, I guess I should have known at that point in my life that, like, hey, we just don't need to be together. Because you're a shitty person for doing that to me. But, yeah, no. And I don't think I ever would give somebody an ultimatum like that. Like, I know I had my issues with my husband's ex because she's a little on the other side crazy but i mean it's never been a scenario where i could even be like oh my god it's her or me there was definitely like um like questions of like are we ever going to move in together but it was never like hey you need to move in with me now or we're breaking up so i i don't know no i don't think i would ever do that it's shitty And because it's been done to me, I no me gusta. Yeah, you know what? I just remember the ultimatum
1: (laughs) that I gave to someone. But okay, to be (laughs) fair, I think I was in the right. I was letting someone live with me that wasn't supposed to live with me. And they told me that they were going to, as soon as they got a job, they were going to move out. And so what this ended up being is I was just doing them a favor. And then they didn't get a job. They were not contributing to the bills. And they were just sitting there playing video games all day. So I told this person, either you get a job and start contributing to this household, or you move out. And they did not do those things, and they refused to move out. So what I did is I I broke the lease to the apartment, and then I was like, there. We both have to move out now in 30 days. That's the ultimatum that I gave.
0: I mean, that I would have done, because that's shitty. Like, why would you, that's another thing, like stuff like that. Why would you put your friend in a situation where you're being a leech? Like, don't do that to your friends. People don't do that to your friends. If they're being helpful, help them out either by buying food. If you really, really can't contribute because you don't have a job and like, or like your job is you've got shitty pay or whatever. Like you definitely always have to provide something, whether it's keeping the house clean or making dinner. Every night and washing dishes and like whatever, just so that you're not just mooching off of people. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do it. No me gusta. That's not nice. Don't do that. Don't force friends to give we you old tomatoes. We don't want to it's give out
1: nice. old tomatoes. So
0: please, <laughs> no old tomatoes. They have fur. <laughs> okay. So Joey then agrees the breakup is best and kisses Ursula. As he starts to walk away, he realizes Ursula is Phoebe. Um, and she kind of just shyly sinks into the couch because he says her name. He's like, Phoebe? And she just kind of <laughs> like, it's me. Um, and then we go back to the hospital where Phoebe and Joey meet up with the rest of the gang, all checking in on Marcel at the hospital. At that point, Marcel wakes up and grabs Ross by his finger and ross realizes at that moment that he's going to be an okay dad um the episode ends back at monica and rachel's with the rest of the dialogue in spanish because it was a play on the fact that marcel hit the sap button on monica's remote um which is hilarious because they all sound super funny because obviously it's not the cast speaking spanish it's like voiceovers (laughs) (laughs) and everyone's like oh joey and joey's like Hola, yeah. amigos. you know i'm
1: <laughs> just i love it like funny. that type of <laughs> phonetics where i'm not even sure if phonetics is the right word but like the rhythm in which people in like in movies they speak spanish when it's when a movie has been doubled like it sounds so strange it's like donde está el dormitorio uh, has visto a mi esposo like it sounds like so weird <laughs> and what i i read recently somewhere i don't know if this is true but i read it um i think it's like an article or in passing that the reason why it sounds like that accent comes from nowhere like it doesn't sound from spain it doesn't sound mexican like or any other spanish-speaking country it's because they meant it that way they basically try to make it sound like it could be from any country but also not so it doesn't like no one talks like that in spanish but Mm-mm. Yeah, no, this was a not. good episode. It was really cute. I actually remember when I first watched this episode, thinking that at some point there were um, Phoebe and Joey because they kissed and it was cute. But I was, I was wrong. They just always flirt, but never actually get into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would have been cute if yeah. they had started dating. But also weird because he had dated uh, her. Oh, yeah, that is weird. So, like, I don't know, but that would have been a good move. But I did like yeah. this episode. It was fun. <laughs> It was a fun episode. I <laughs> forgot what it was going <laughs> to And we've reached the end of Amiga's About Friends. Yes, thank Thanks you so much for, joi-
1: for joining. Bless your heart if you have made it this far. We know. Right? Yeah, what is it, 19 episodes? We know episodes? also that some of the jokes <laughs> that we share are probably just funny to us. But listen, we had a lot of time on our hands during this panoramic, this pandemic. Um. So we had, we all, had all the old tomato. <laughs> Uh, to do this, and (laughs) yeah, just so you know, about ninety-nine percent of these get recorded remotely, so you'll probably hear some technical difficulties or mics that don't match up. But you know, it is what it is. But we still hope that you were it somehow.
0: Yes. So bon nuit, everybody. Good night. Stay hydrated, hydrated, please. (laughs) Okay, but hydrate first, and then after.
1: (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.